My name is Matt Brown. I look in this ring and I see Ricochet, I see Nakamura, and I see two guys who are as useless as basketball cleats. Then I look and I see a guy, he makes videos for 14-year-old girls and wants to call himself a megastar. No, no! There can be only one, but I'll tell you what, Logan Paul, I brought you a little gift. It's a map. If you follow this, you'll find the exact directions of where you can stick each and every one of those bottles of Prime. Yeah! Because that case has my name on it with everybody saying. Yeah! And let's start the show. We're looking at what would happen if a homeless lumberjack banged an Oompa Loompa. What up, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday. Feel good. Summer Friday, June 30th. We have officially hit the half point of the year, and we're about to have one hell of a show. Money in the Bank preview is coming up next. And before we get into it, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok and YouTube and Facebook at Productive Conversations. Now, we will be relaunching our website in July, so be on the lookout for that, and we have some good stuff ahead. So I am really excited for Money in the Bank taking place this Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, a nice afternoon show during your 4th of July weekend. July 1st is the day. So this Saturday, July 1st, is Money in the Bank coming from the O2 Arena in London, England, a huge international show where we have seven absolutely stellar matches. Let me say it again. Seven absolutely stellar matches. The men's money in the bank. The women's money in the bank. The Bloodline Civil War. Finn versus Seth for the World Heavyweight Championship. Ronda and Shayna and Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez for the women's tag team titles. Plus we have Gunther and Riddle, Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio, and that rounds out your card and seven matches that I think will bring down the house. This really has the potential for being such a great show. Anything less than that is disappointing, and you can only hope they make the right booking decisions here. So as we kick off this July 4th weekend, this is how it's going to work with this show. We're going to do a show this Friday, the preview. Next week, we're going to do the reaction, and that's how things are going to go for these next for the next uh, for the next week, pretty much. So, Fourth of July week, it's a holiday week. People are going on vacation, trying to enjoy themselves. Basketball is done. Baseball is about to hit their midway point, and we will do a show the week after next, doing our MLB mid season show and you know for the all-star break and stuff like that and then we will get into more baseball throughout the rest of the summer the dog days of the summer you will if you will UFC so what we decided to do Dolo is going to spin off and do his own complete podcast with UFC coverage we were going to do an MMA news show and have predictions and reactions to UFC 291 but we both decided it'd be better a better fit for the both of us if he just spins off and does his own show regarding the world of UFC and 
UFC and MMA. Now, maybe that changes. Maybe he comes back and we do more of the UFC shows. But we think for now it would be a good opportunity to try to spin it off and have his own show doing that. And that can be associated with this podcast, be associated with the ultimate goal of making a podcast network out of this show and that could be the first example the very first spinoff show the productive conversations podcast if you will so we have immense support for dolo we give him our best and we can't wait to see what he does in the future with his ufc podcast so we just want to give you some programming notes they are a little slow this next week for the holiday weekend to recharge our batteries and get ready for a big summer of productive conversations and we're all going to enjoy it every step of the way and it's going to be a good time so that's what we have with the important stuff with this podcast now let us get ready to talk money in the bank and preview that show ryan page is with us tonight and jose rivera that's our wrestling crew this evening jose and ryan jose joining the wrestling side of things and he's a big wrestling fan and i cannot wait to see him and ryan butt heads quite frankly so jose doing the pod with us tonight with ryan so let us preview money in the bank remember we will release a reaction to this next Thursday. And yeah, that will be our semi-vacation week. Just one show, a wrestling show. And then we'll get back on the horse and ride and get ready because we will do a summer filled with more Topic Thunders, some more Tweet Caps. Hopefully we can pull off the Dating Game Show this summer, uh, NBA Free Agency, um, Summer Movies and TV is going to be a show, and maybe some other n- specific niche podcast with some nuance, if you will. And we are obviously going to get ready for the NFL season before you know it. So once July 4th hits and passes us, the focus is on the NFL training camps. And... It's going to be a good ride. So we are right at the halfway point of 2023. Good year so far. So now let's make it a great year and let us make this a great podcast. Money in the Bank preview coming up next with Ryan Page and Jose Rivera. It's your guys' turn. Let's do it, guys. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Money in the Bank 2023 is happening this Saturday, 1 p.m. from Peacock. And you can check out the Money in the Bank. Whoa. I'm so excited for this. I can't even think straight. (laughs) So Money in the Bank 2023 is happening this Saturday, 1 p.m. on Peacock. Hailing from London, England at the O2 Arena. And there are seven stellar matches. I'll say it again, seven stellar matches. This really will be a great show. And with us today to break it down, predict, and preview this monumental premium live event, Ryan Page is with us as always. And then we have a new person joining this team, Jose Rivera, talking wrestling with us for the future. What's up, Jose? Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Hell yeah. Great stuff with Topic Thunder. We had a Topic Thunder alumni here. We had a Topic Thunder loser and winner. But maybe soon you guys can go against... (laughs) Maybe you guys uh, can go against each other one of these days. The original loser, (laughs) (laughs) 0-1. But I'm really excited to have you two. You two are my favorite people to talk wrestling with. 
and I genuinely mean that. And for this big money in the bank um, event, where seriously, we're literally at a crossroads of where this the rest of this year can go in the uh, WWE. I think this is a great time for us to come together and see where this goes. Don't you think? I do. Yes. I do. All right. And we are going to react to this, and it's going to drop on Thursday, the reaction with the holiday weekend scheduling. So be on the lookout for that, everybody in our audience. But let us get into it right away. Money in the Bank 2023. Let us start with the men's Money in the Bank match. This is pretty, pretty exciting stuff. We have seven competitors in this, and we have Ricochet. Versus Sinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, L.A. Knight, who should win, and Logan Paul. Those are your seven people in this match, and we will see who will win a men's championship match. The winner will be who, guys? And I'll start it off with this one. Let me say what the internet wants. Let me say what I want. Let me say the right decision. L.A. Knight should win the Money in the Bank ladder match. He should have that briefcase. This man has been has gone over organically. This man is so much fun both in the ring and on the mic. He is creating a persona that I think even the most casual wrestling fans and even maybe wrestling haters can legitimately enjoy. And I think he's legitimately earned his spot. And this guy with no nepotism going his way, this guy who has gone up through the indies, and this guy who, despite, I guess, being a heel, is beloved by the fans. And seeing where he can go with this, who he control, control, and where he can grow his persona even more... Give this guy the money in the brief, money in the bank briefcase, and we will see what's going on there. There's one person who just can't win, and I'll just say it now. We'll get into it. <laughs> Logan Paul cannot win the money in the bank ladder match. This man never shows up, and I get it. He is a legitimate natural wrestler. This guy in-ring ability is great his natural hero heel persona that he just brought over from the internet it into wwe is a great fit but giving him the match who he didn't even bother to even do a qualifying match and i get it people have won the briefcase in legitimately stupid ways people just decided i'm joining now which i guess logan paul's doing maybe the um briefcase literally goes in front of your lap I understand people have won this briefcase in stupid ways, but Logan Paul, the man who this week had his shitty prime water thrown all over at him in in, in uh, the Netherlands. I mean, who pisses off the Netherlands? Who pisses off the Dutch, I should say? This man cannot win. What I threatened, I was talking with Ryan, I threatened if he won the briefcase, no wrestling coverage ever again until he's off it. But, um, oh, wow. But cooler heads prevailed there, so we won't get that feisty. But listen, <laughs> Logan Paul, anyone but Logan Paul. My pick is LA Knight and just not Logan Paul. Guys, tell me who do you think should well, win? Well, Matt, uh, well, Matt, let me talk to you. Uh, <laughs> one thing I think you should point out before we get into who's going to win is that this is, I think, the first time certainly in a long time, maybe ever, that none of the folks in this match have ever won a world title. But what about Shinsuke? Uh, Didn't Shinsuke win? Or? No. 
he lost. No, no. Oh yeah, he, he lost it against AJ. You're right, you're right. For yeah, a while, right. but now he and right, then he feuded with Jinder Mahal too, because you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah. he's never won. He's probably the closest actually out of this group. Um, I mean, Ricochet had one shot. Logan Paul actually had one shot. Um, and Damian Priest has probably had a shot that I just don't remember. Um, so I just wanted to say that. So that's really cool. They don't often do that. They usually have a couple of like, you know, bigger names to kind of anchor the match. I like that they went with seven people who have never held a world title. Um, realistically, there are three real popular choices right now. Uh, LA Knight, as Matt has so eloquently pointed out, uh, Logan Paul being the other, and then Damian Priest is another uh choices going around um this is not my pick but i don't know if anyone else is going to say it so i have to um if you look at the all seven and you look at money in the bank and how they usually use that briefcase logan paul genuinely makes the most sense uh he's the right kind of heel i mean money in the bank is a heel gimmick i know they've they've tried it with baby faces before sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you get to sneak up on your opponent when they're tired and steal their championship it's it's a heel gimmick. It's why the best is still Edge, that original cash in, because Edge was a you know the ultimate opportunist. That was his his thing. Um, he's also the only person in this match who's under thirty two years old. Age is not everything, but it is something. You know, if you're going to book this match as that's not true. Pete Dunne is also under thirty two, but still, uh, point still stands that if you're going to book this match as all these guys are the future, no one's ever held a world title before, and they're forty years old. Yeah, you know what I mean? It gets a little bit more difficult to see. That being said, I don't think they're going to go with Logan Paul. I think Matt's on to something that the backlash would be a little too real. The heat would be a little too real if, <laughs> if they gave it to Logan Paul, especially, you know, in a hot crowd in London. I think Damian Priest is going to walk away with the briefcase. Uh, the Judgment Day is feuding with Seth Rollins right now. That Clearly, I mean, Finn is obviously up first in this show. Who knows? Maybe Dominic will even get a crack at the title. I don't think he's going to win it, but it's possible that he'll get a shot. Uh, and I think that ultimately Judgment Day's feud with Seth is going to result in a Damian Priest cash-in attempt on Seth. I don't know if he'll win. Uh, I'm kind of up in the air about whether or not I think that will happen. Um, but Damian Priest, he's a heel, so you know it still fits with the gimmick that they're looking for. It makes sense because they got beef with one of the world champions because nobody is beating Roman Reigns. Um, and LA Knight is on SmackDown. Doesn't mean that he has to cash in on SmackDown, but you know something to think about. I also think we're gonna get Logan Paul versus LA Knight at SummerSlam. I think that that's the match. They kind of teased each other when they had that promo a few uh, a week or so back on Raw, and I think that that's what that's leading to. Which is again. Great, great, big, high-profile match for LA Knight, who, like you said, got himself over. I can see him winning that match easily, going on to you know win the U.S. title or something. Uh, I, I don't think this is a bad thing if LA Knight doesn't win. I know folks will be upset, um, but I really do think that this is probably a heel win, a real heel. I know that LA Knight's a heel, but like a real heel, someone who's going to treat it you know, like a heel character. And Damian Priest just makes sense with everything else going on. So I, I'm going with Damian Priest for this one. Jose, your turn, and then we can uh, break it down That's, further from there. I pretty much agree with him, at like 90%. I'm going with actually Logan Paul. And the reason why I'm going for him is you kind of have, you like that whole surprise aspect. Like the money in the briefcase, he can pop at any time. Just think of him when he went to, think of uh, 
Hell in a Cell, where he came, not Hell in a Cell, uh, Elimination, Elimination Chambers. Chambers. Yeah. He popped out the blue. Like, I can see that happen. I also believe that it is going to be LA Knight versus Logan Paul. I can see LA Knight getting up there and everybody, the crowd's going crazy for him, about to get the briefcase. Guess who comes in? Logan Paul comes in, and there's just the insta feud, the setup, uh, SummerSlam for LA Knight. It just makes more sense. It's just more hated. And then I also thought about if LA Knight, because he is my second choice, if he did win it, I'm trying to think about six, seven months down the line. Yeah, he ain't he ain't he ain't gonna take Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is Cody Rhodes for WrestleMania. We you can see it's going down that road. So take that title out. And Seth uh Seth just won it. So he's not gonna lose it. If he's gonna have a chance of losing, he's gonna lose it at SummerSlam. But to who? Like maybe Brock Lesnar again? No, I can't see anybody at this moment going to take the title away from Seth Rollins. It's just, so I can't see L.A. Knight that's gaining popularity, Seth Rollins gaining popularity, going at it. It just makes no sense for me. Unless um, I can picture somebody beating Seth Rollins. Right? Yeah, I so agree. It I, just, I it agree. just makes more sense, Logan Paul, because he can come at any time. He doesn't have to. It's kind of cliche every freaking, like, uh, when Austin Derry kept bringing the damn briefcase <laughs> every day a week, about to cash it in, and then it never worked. It just, like, it, it's been there, done that. I can totally see it. He'll come, like, every blue moon on Monday Night Raw, bring the briefcase, just remind people, and then leave. Kind of tease it, not every week, maybe once in the blue, and then out the blue, he'll come. Cash it in. I do think he will lose, though. I just mm. can't see WWE putting the title on him. But he can. He's a dickish heel, and he's gonna. And then you think about it, all the outside notoriety he'll get, bringing it everywhere on this podcast. When he goes uh, uh, promotes Prime, he'll have that briefcase everywhere. WWE stamped everywhere, all over the world. So it just yeah. makes more financially, business sense, and even storyline sense to go with Logan Paul. No, on paper, I agree. I even said at the beginning, like, yeah. if you look at everybody, just look at everybody. Logan Paul makes the most sense for a number of factors. I do think that they're going to see it. Like, I, I do think it's LA Knight versus uh, Logan Paul at SummerSlam. But I think they're totally going to see it as, all right, what if, like, kind of what you said, but what if, you know, they batter each other on top of the ladder? Um, something happens and neither of them gets it. Now they're mad at each other. I, I think that might be how they try to get to that match as opposed to right. like fighting for that briefcase, which is again, part of the reason, you know, plus the judgment day that I went with Damian Priest. Uh, I also think that there's a real good shot that Drew McIntyre shows up in this match. He's not going to win it. I don't think they're going to do like the Brock Lesnar where he, he goes and grabs the thing. Uh, I could see him like claymoring a bunch of people. Um, <laughs> right. I, I, honestly, I could actually see him turning heel by taking out LA Knight. Um, now is 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 McIntyre Raw or SmackDown? So he's on Raw, and so you know we're talking about who's next for Seth. Uh, right. I think this Judgment Day thing could go a little longer, but if the Judgment right. Day thing is not going to be a long term thing throughout the summer for Seth, then McIntyre returning costing LA Knight that title. LA Knight moves back to SmackDown. They can't touch gloves until later. You know maybe the Royal Rumble, and that right. you know McIntyre will come back as a heel, real hot. You know, after being in front of the London crowd, he would make an excellent, you know, next challenger for Seth. So I do think we should probably look out for McIntyre's involvement. Um, probably his involvement at the end of the match, like he's going to probably have something to do with whether or not Logan Paul wins, whether or not LA Knight wins. But uh, 
I do think that there's a little bit more time in that. And Matt, I do think he's going to win a title. I think that Austin Theory has been a complete dud uh, as United States yeah. champion. Uh, John Cena, in fairness, wasn't John Cena's best outing. Can't blame that all on Theory, but uh, John Cena himself couldn't get Theory over uh, at WrestleMania. I think LA Knight should go ahead and grab that U.S. title f- for a little bit until we get the championship off of uh, Roman and LA Knight has an actual shot to break into the main event because right now he's he's got no shot against Roman Reigns. No, I mean, there's two people, I think, left on the roster who have a shot against Roman Reigns. So um, it's just, you know, I mean, it, now is not the time because there's nowhere to go just yet. Listen, I'm a smart man. <laughs> and it, you two are absolutely right. And um, especially the the markability, if you gave it to Logan Paul, that you could do with it. And the fact that it would get a lot of people talking all over the place. But I would hate it. It would be stupid. <laughs> it would be annoying. And but would it? But I would hate but, it. <laughs> but wouldn't it make sense? He's oh, supposed absolutely. to be hated. Of like course. You, you're, you're making it 10 times. So whoever beats him, like you can see, like what we were saying about SummerSlam, LA Knight versus Logan Paul for the briefcase. You know how over LA Knight or that crowd will get beat if he can beat Logan Paul? Like that even place is going to blow. Yeah, but even without the briefcase, but he'll blow ten times more. It'll be oh, yeah. a moment, and it will like we'll put a rocket right behind him. He's going, he's going all the way up to the top. Whoever is he gonna? If it's I will, it's not gonna be Roman Reigns, but whoever is Seth Rollins lose to is a heel. Eventually, I do think Finn Balor is taking that title. I, I'm not saying tonight on Money the Bank, but I can see Finn Balor taking that title away. So I can yeah, see we, that. We could get into that once we get to that segment, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, you're not wrong. It would, and listen, I just looked up SummerSlam, which we would definitely cover, is August 5th, so that's about a month, and that would be the only time I would tolerate him holding the briefcase for a month. <laughs> Do it all July long. Go on your go on your yachts and your TikToks and look at me, blah blah blah. Then you get your one dollar and nineteen cent. Prime get thrown at you, which I saw today at the grocery store. They're literally selling him for a dollar nineteen per bottle, <laughs> which shows how crappy this Less shit than is. Water. And I've had, and I had tried it. I have tried it, and it's not good. And that's no hate or bias aside. I've had about power right is, is better. Listen, I genuinely respect what Logan does to be the heel of the not only WWE but the internet. But him getting that briefcase would just annoy the hell out of me. And in the only small case that if it really grows into this big feud between LA Knight and Logan Paul, then fine. I will have the patience for that. But if it winds up he's staying on with that, if we're when we talk about this during the second week of August and Logan Paul has that briefcase. Oh man. <laughs> and I mean what's and also what's Logan gonna do? Where's he he's, he has to go? Remember, there's no um there's no late night shows right now because of the writer's strike and there's no other daytime talk shows. Um so he better throw it all over the place on TikTok or make a little movie, but um sure or, anyways. Yeah, you know, TMZ will kind of post something about it. Oh yeah, true. Sure, figure it but out. I will in my you know how much I love movies and TV. I will let go of, I will have the, um, what's the term you're looking for? The, um, 
you know, I'll, I'll put my imagination out there to put that <laughs> in and let go all of my emotions to see how this unfolds. But man, if Logan Paul wins, man, that'd be like, that would be like, um, I used to watch a lot of dark French movies in college, like dark, like, and I don't even want to go into details. I will have that feeling if Logan (laughs) Paul wins. And if you want to see, just look up French art house cinema that had a study like those kids, those, those writers are fucked up in the head, (laughs) like, like some WWE (laughs) writers can be. And that's how I'll feel seeing this particular character win. I don't mind. I don't mind a bad guy winning in the end. And I even think, a story like that benefits and you could even talk me into having a benefit in this case, but it better be only a month or this is just, um, just insulting. When a, to when me. a good guy won, do you feel like, like of all the cash-ins and all the good guys, all the faces won that title. It, it never gone good. Yeah, Probably literally. None it, of it, like the CM Punk, them only lasted. Closest, CM Punk did it was trash. Who else won it? Rob Van Dam announced That's- it. That's probably Not- the number one, and he wasn't even really. That was so weird because they were both faces, really. But right. RVD was playing the heel, but it was like, but it was in front of the ECW crowd, so he was the face. Right. That was a great I mean, one-off for sure. Yeah, I, RVD is the only John one Cena that was in danger. Um, and then I guess Daniel Bryan's cash in. He was a <laughs> face. He actually turned heel. Right. Um, afterward but he was a face when he did it and people liked that and then Dolph Ziggler was a heel who by cashing in turned face uh sorta sorta so, that, so that's why it's very oh, it, yeah the face side of the equation is weak when it comes to uh I mean I popped big for Dean Ambrose when he cashed in but I'm a huge John Moxley fan uh it was on you know it was this like right away, which I think helped because they hadn't done that a million times like they've done it now. Uh, so personally, I think that one worked well. But yeah, the, the face side of the cash in equation is real weak when you look at it, as opposed to the heel side. Um, but that's the where, benefit also if LA Knight wins because he is the heel. But he's not a he's totally tweener. He's like if if The Rock and Austin had a baby, there you go. Telly, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's not a heel anymore. I mean, what is his uh he called uh who do he call as useless as a pair of basketball cleats? <laughs> I mean, I that had me rolling for like ten minutes, and I so I was like, he's not a heel. He's just not. Um, yeah, I don't know what he is, but he's not a heel. Uh, and I I don't think it'll help him to win. I mean, it'll help right. the moment. It'll be a big moment. Everyone will cheer. They'll love it. But he'll either hold it forever, and it's gonna just feel like a you know, like the more, we dis- the yeah. more we discuss this, the more I'm going with Logan Paul. Just simply, like you know how everybody's gonna just stand behind him if he gets somehow screwed. Like yeah. you're gonna have everybody LA Knight, yeah. with LA Knight. Oh yeah, absolutely. If he doesn't win, even I mean, again, even if it's Damian Priest or. Right. Uh, what's it called? Even if it's like Shinsuke Nakamura or something, like if it's not LA Knight, everyone's gonna boo whoever wins, and they're gonna absolutely, you know, get behind LA Knight. I know, uh, <laughs> I know, it's gonna end with those two on the damn ladder. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After Thirty-five yes. minutes. Yes, and right. you have freaking KSI being the one to push no, it down, or Jake Paul, nah, or if he I, genuinely I, pushes him off, fine. 
but I think there's one. I think there's one secret. Like someone's gonna make a surprise. I don't. I have an idea who it is, but I don't think it's Drew McIntyre. But there is. I feel like there is one coming. Who do you think it is? I think when we get to that match, I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But sounds good. All right, moving on. But what is good that we do have three different picks: Logan Paul, yeah. LA Knight, Damian Priest. So we'll see who winds up on top from there. Now let's go to the women's side of things. The women's money in the bank. The participants here include. Sorry, my uh, notes, real quick. The participants here include Becky Lynch. Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark, Bailey, Io Sky, and Trish Stratus. For my pick, guys, I'm going to say Becky Lynch wins it again. And we're going to start resenting her now. And this is going to start that trend right here. Recently on the Today Show, and it was pretty good. And I just think um, they're going to throw Becky down her throat some more. That's interesting. Do you want to go or go? You go first this time. I went after Matt last time. All right, so I'm going to give you a shocker. I totally disagree with the whole Becky Lynch thing because she's the only face, real face, that's on Raw. So I'm going to go with, uh, what's her name? Dang, I totally went blank. Uh, mm-hmm. EO Shots. Uh, EO, EO Sky. Yeah. That is my pick. And I'm betting the house on it. Just <laughs> Just simply because, all right, you think of it as like Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, you got the whole Trish strategy feud going. I can see Trish is my number two pick if 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 EO don't win. Would love Trish. I can see, totally see what's her name helping Trish win it. I Zoe, can totally yeah. see. It. Yeah, but that Zoe and Becky Lynch feud is still going to go. You don't need the briefcase. Uh, Vega. She's kind of not ever since the whole Puerto Rico backlash kind of thing. She kind of just like just just above water. It's not she's there, but she's not really there. Still got time to build up. So you take dumb equation out, and then the most important feud is the Becky and EO because you know that has to implode. That has to break up. And the perfect thing is you can build EO up having a briefcase, Becky gets jealous and you have a feud right there and, and it gives you enough time to build that feud of jealousy, you can totally see Becky starts getting jealous because you can tell she's a control freak. Kind of get jealous and then it gives you enough time to start the feud and then you have Dakota Kai should be back in a couple of months Yeah, and come in and be a heel because remember before the whole uh, Dakota Kai injury, they were really confident and you can see in the backstage segment segments She's the that one. They were, she, they were gonna, they were gonna break up. Yeah, Bailey were and Eo were, were right, not we're saying going, that. Correct. So you can easily put Eo and nobody, realistically, nobody expecting her to win. And and these money banks, especially the females, is the least one you always expect that comes out the blue and get it. So if I'm a betting man, putting everything on her. So. I I mean I've heard people say EO online and you know in the circles that I write for and stuff EO's talked about uh, a lot. Um, my thing is the guys are gonna have no matter what just factually like a brand new winner like not a main eventer like at least not in the traditional sense. Maybe you can argue Logan Paul, but um, 
it's going to be someone who's like in that upper mid mid card kind of level and looking to break in. So that would describe EO to me. Um, I do think that you're probably right. Uh, that it'll probably be EO because they can do the whole, you know, Bailey either, you know, maybe right. Bailey wins the title title and EO cashes in on her and that's how they get to the rivalry. Or maybe that Bailey gets jealous that EO has the briefcase and then they get to a rivalry. So I think realistically, Bailey and EO probably make the most sense. But I was just looking at this car, looking at it. We're in London, we're in, in uh, you know, in the UK. We don't have on this card a single. European babyface mm-hmm. winning. We don't have a single European babyface winning on this card unless Becky Lynch wins. And I think that they want to give, you know, the folks over in the UK a babyface to cheer for. I know Matt said something about down their throats. I don't know what that's about. I don't believe Becky has been pushed down anybody's throat. No, I'm saying this now. is going to start that. Yeah, I don't think people are going to see it that way. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I think she's been out of the main event for a while because she's been feuding with Trish. Um, but and I mean, frankly, like, don't that's you think that happening. don't you think that you're oh, I'm going to take a break from the main event by going and starting a feud with arguably the most famous woman. Well, she didn't champion ever. decide to do that. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying do that. I know. I think it worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think it gave Rhea Ripley a room to breathe, which she needed. But let's be honest. Rhea Ripley has been feuding with absolute freaking jabronis mm-hmm. with Natalia. Back and forth, <laughs> Zelina. No offense, she did. You know, she had a really, really awesome moment in Puerto Rico, but nobody saw. She wasn't going to win that match. She's not going to win this match either. Ray Ripley has not had a single real threat since she won the title at WrestleMania. That's just a fact. You can try and argue with me, but you'd be wrong. Becky Lynch poses a real threat to Rhea Ripley, and I think that that's something that they're interested in, frankly. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that Becky Lynch is going to be the single European babyface to win on this Jeez. card. I'm locking in ba- uh, babyface Becky for the win. But I could I totally so many- see the EO thing. I have so many questions on that. <laughs> What's hmm. All right, where do you go when her winning the briefcase? Like, do you um, just drop the Trish Stratus feud? Because it looks like, I mean, that oh, feud sucks. That. But it looks <laughs> like it just started. Like, Becky still hasn't got her win back. Yeah, so I, like, what I, I would I do, guess, what I would so do is, go ahead, sorry. yeah, what I would do is you've got Trish, uh, maybe they fight over the briefcase. Doesn't really matter why they fight. They do a fight at SummerSlam one-on-one. Zoe gets involved. Leader returns. You get the tag match. Uh, let, the money at this point is really in Trish versus Lita one last time. That's the money. That's that's what's left for Trish. I mean, unless you give her the title, but I don't think they're going to. Because uh, while I love Trish Stratus, you know, part of my childhood, she's not done quite enough to impress me to the point like i'll give trish one more run and same with lita you know they they are you know they were amazing at the time they're still awesome awesome superstars but they they're just not as good as the the talent that wrestle today in the women's division uh but that's that's the match that's the money match that's left for this trish return so basically becky's on becky's on hold for two more matches becky's gotta fight um trish and then Becky's got to do a tag match again right. with Lita against right. Trish and Zoe. Once that's done, the feud goes to Beck, uh, rather Trish versus Lita. So Becky's but we, free. But we both agree that in the raw babyface side of the women, it is pretty much dead. At There's no one. So, it's it's right. Becky. 
<laughs> but do you really mm-hmm. need Becky to have the briefcase to do that? And the kid, another thing that kind of threw me off where I feel like they're not going, Becky, was that segment on Raw on Monday where they teased it. Well, like, yeah. So they usually te- when they tease it, they usually don't do it, which is hundred percent true. And it's why the Bailey EO stuff makes sense to me. Also, just doing quick math, I picked Damien Priest. They like to have a Raw and a SmackDown. There's right, two okay. people on Raw. There's tons of reasons why it's not Becky, but I think that they just they don't have any baby faces winning. I mean, EO's a heel. They'll, they'll like her over in in London, but she's part of Damage Control. She's a heel, and I mean. There's a real solid chance we're about to do the bloodline that Roman wins. That's a heel. There's a real solid chance that Dom wins through Brock shenanigans. Gunther's a heel. He's going to win. Rousey and Baszler are both heels. They're probably going to win. Like we have a lot of heels winning in front of the UK crowd. And by the way, none of the people winning except for Gunther are from Europe as of right now. So I think that they, they, they're like, we have to give them something. And yes, does Becky really need the, the money in the bank briefcase to go after Rhea? No, because there's no one else that they have to do, <laughs> Becky, because they're out of people. But I think it what? can make for an interesting story where, you know, maybe Rhea's got another kind of, you know, she's had all these really kind of lame opponents. You know, maybe she's got Dana Brooke or something. Um, no offense to Dana Brooke, but she's just not on that level. Um, and then, you know, Rhea thinks that she's got a cakewalk. And, and right at the beginning of the match, instead of Dana coming out, it's Becky. She cashes in, like, instead. And so all of a sudden, she's got thought she had this cakewalk of a match on pay-per-view, and it's actually Becky Lynch. You know what I mean? I think there are ways that they can yeah. do it to make it interesting and give people that moment. Uh, also, the SmackDown side, you know, while the Raw side's so kind of light, SmackDown just got real heavy. Because Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca are all going for that title. There's not a right. he- whole heck of a lot of room for EO Sky or Bailey right now. Um, and so I think that that's something else to consider, too. Like SmackDown's got several months of women's championship uh, feuds that they could work off of without anybody who's currently in the ladder match. So, I, yeah. yeah, it's it's a tough one to pick, though. It's a tough one to pick. Right, I really yeah. don't know. Go ahead, Matt. It was yeah. your pick. Tell us you're going for Tiffany, wherever name is. Well, <laughs> well, I already said I already said it was going to be Becky Lynch. Too. Oh, you were Becky but, too. Uh, there so, we go. Two Becky. Um, Becky, two picks. I, I think it's going to <laughs> to be her because just WWE, WWE, any chance they can get to make her look like a star, she would. I'm going solely on that thing, and. Um, We'll ultimately see what happens there. So that covers our briefcases. Anyone else have anything left on those? I don't nope. think so. So um, now let's talk about another big match and big story coming into this. And let me tell you, this better be good because this because this is such a great build. You obviously know what I'm talking about for a year, year and a half, maybe if you even want to argue two years that now we are doing the Bloodline Civil War match. And I only hope that it all, this is the penultimate, is such a hard word to say, a penultimate episode to a major finale of this story that is going to happen at SummerSlam. Wait, you think this is a finale? No, no, the one before. The one before the finale would be. Do you think SummerSlam is the finale, though? 
I think so. That's my prediction right now. I think that makes sense. So to explain this, Bloodline, we have Roman Reigns versus Solo, Sokola, and Paul Heyman. They're going up against the Usos, Jimmy and Jey Uso. And here's what I think. I think it will be a great match. I think they will, uh, it should turn into a literal blood family feud all together now. It'd be great if they had a stipulation to it, like a no-holds-barred, because, you know, they're they're tearing each other apart. So I think probably ends up in a bloodline win, and then finally maybe we can end this story with a Jimmy, uh, with a Jay versus Roman final match. I don't know where that would go now. We'd have to see where, you know, we would, um don't want to think too far ahead of the future, but I think this should lead to an ultimate finale at SummerSlam. Or if you want to continue the story all the way to WrestleMania, I mean, what else can you do? What what other beats are there if you Who wanted said, to do okay, that? Okay. Well, the thing of it is like this. It, it It's not going to end now. You still can get three pay-per-view. All right, you can... First, I, I, I took Ro- I'm taking Roman and what Sokoa. Yeah, they're winning. That's that's pretty much guaranteed. You need that to continue. Um, the key point is the bloodline can continue because I can feel like you can add more members. It doesn't have to be the Usos. But now you got someone the Usos to contend with. Like if they can sign the Gorilla of Destiny from New Japan, they're free agents. And they're technically related to the Usos. So you can go that route. What? Well, uh, what's the name? Uh, Ming's child. Is gr- yeah, I, is maybe gr- I didn't Destiny. know they were. I didn't know they were. I, well, I knew. I know they were close. Well, the Rock thinks Ming, Ming is an uncle or something. So I, I really <laughs> don't know if that. If you that's my uncle. He, that's my cousin. He says that he buys them cars and houses. They better be freaking family buying a house and cars. <laughs> But I mean, you can go that route anyway, or upgrade them, and then you can start a whole feud with them because they are free agents for New Japan. Like they haven't signed with New Japan; they've been a free agent for a while. So you kind of, kind of set that up. You can see where it keeps going. Now the bloodline, that whole storyline, will end when Cody Rhodes takes that title. But they're Haku's kids, right? That's what I meant. Ming Haku, Ming from WCW's Haku. Yeah, they're Haku's kids. Haku's related to The Rock, huh? Now, if you do, do that. that, though, like, shouldn't the bloodline be ultimately the what? Usos and Roman that that um, conflict? I mean, sure, you could because get, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't do season it, two with new characters. Wouldn't, wouldn't but, it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice for Survivor Series? You remember Survivor Series still got to come in between the WrestleMania, right? Survivor Series, you have, let's say, Gorilla Destiny, Roman Reigns, and and what's the name Sokoa come together. Then you have Usos and let's say two people they can't stand either. Let's just say Sami Zayn and and uh, Kevin Owens, whatever. The, you still got that the whole war games match. You still like you still can keep going with this storyline in some ways. You want to get to Jay, but if you think about it, if you want to get to Jay going for the title. You kind of need. So that match, you kind of have to have a, a stipulation match at some SummerSlam, right? Then you can say, okay, SummerSlam, let's just say, what's the name? When the Usos get hurt. Jay gets the title shot the next month and kind of revenge and do that whole storyline. He'll lose. That sets you up to uh, Survivor Series. That sets you up 
Now Sokoa, you can tell they're going to start blaming Sokoa. Because you're still going to need Sokoa versus Roman Reigns. You can tell that you're gonna, they're going to eventually he's going to have to go that route where Sokoa goes on his own. So you're talking about six months more left. And then Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble again. If he can stay healthy. But for this match, I, there's, you've got to go with Roman Reigns. You can't make him look weak. You can't take the L. And Sokoa, I mean, you're going to hurt. You're going to hurt me. He take, can't take the L either. So it just makes complete sense that Uso's got to take the L on this one. What do you say, Ryan? So, this will surprise no one. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the Usos winning. I'm not incredibly confident in this, but here's here's my thought process. They, I do believe it is Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania. I'm not entirely certain that Roman is actually champion going into WrestleMania. Uh, there is a world where they have him win the Royal Rumble to face Cody, um, which I think could be interesting, but... Let's assume for a second that that's not what they do, even though it would be interesting. Um, and they are going to go just Roman holds it till WrestleMania. Cody wins the Rumble again, probably not from the 30th position, probably from the first position uh, to build that adversity for another year. Um, and then he wins the title. So you've got the Bloodline Civil War now. If Roman wins, if Roman quashes the uh, Civil War, right? And there's no reason to, to worry about Jimmy and Jet. There's just none. Like the bloodline, you know, the, the Uso stepped to the bloodline and lost. So they they become they're, they're on the island of irrelevancy or whatever Roman says, right? Whereas if they win, then you can do Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam. I'm sorry, Matt. That's Cody's not winning at SummerSlam. Cody's happening at WrestleMania. That's just where it's happening. Mm-hmm. Cody's got Brock at SummerSlam or somebody at SummerSlam. It's, oh, it's not definitely Roman. It's yeah. definitely SummerSlam. Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam? No, definitely no Brock and Cody. Brock oh, yeah, Brock, Brock I agree. I agree with that, too. In so the three the, stages yeah. of hell match, they said, some stipulation we haven't seen in a while. It could be that, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. They need a fight for they need a match for Roman at SummerSlam. I think if the Usos win at Money in the Bank, that's all they need to give Jay uh, a match at SummerSlam. That's a huge match. Jay will lose that match, but it's a huge match nonetheless. Roman still looks strong because he demolishes his cousin. I think there's also some money in a bloodline fatal four way. And I think that that's where you, what you see come, you know, September, October, whenever Roman is back, Roman won't be at all of these pay-per-views, obviously. So uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're thinking Sokoa is taking that pin. Uh, I mean, probably just because that would make the most sense. I, I mean, it would be awesome as a fan, especially knowing that Jey Uso is not going to win the WWE title at any point in time. He's been phenomenal throughout this entire story. He's been, I mean, quite literally a day one member of the story. This story revolved right. around Jay and Roman to start with. Um, so it'd be awesome if he could pin Roman in the tag match. But I don't think they'll do that just because I don't think they want Roman to get pinned. You actually got me actually an idea. Like what could happen to get to your match? Totally different though. What if you, all right, let's realistically think about this money in bank match. That's going to yeah. be the main event. Oh, absolutely. 
That's me. So my theory is, and you know how he beats. Them. There's always something going down at the end. It doesn't like match doesn't just end with when it, it comes no, to that story. A bloodline line. match always has something to something. cap it off. Yes. What if they took Jimmy out? They could, and that could get Ro- them to Roman Reigns. Whatever I think, we will, I think Roman Reigns is going to win. They take Jimmy out. That's how they and they punish it, and Jay gets the match for beating up his brother. He gets the match at Rumble. I mean at, at SummerSlam. Oh, you think that Jay turns on Jimmy? I don't think so. No, 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 not turn. They be they they, they destroy him. Oh, okay. The like they injure he, Jimmy. He, he's hurt. Jimmy, okay. Jimmy, punishment because Jimmy is the one that started this whole crap. Yeah, and so Jay gets kind, mad. Yeah, which is kind of weird because like three months ago or like two months ago, Jay was the one that starting was all the stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he was the conflicted one, and then also now Jimmy was the 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 one that was holding it together. And Jimmy's now the one that was conflicted and set this up. So I can totally see if this is the main event, I can see they just like destroy Jimmy as punishment. And Jay gets the match at WrestleMania, I mean, SummerSlam with Roman Reigns to get revenge. They, You know what? They could totally do that. I just think that this is leading to a Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso SummerSlam title match. I think, you know, Occam's Razor, the simplest solution is right, right. Jay beats the bloodline. So Jay gets the title shot. Um, but like I said, I do think that, no, I think there will be a show in November. There'll probably be two in November or around November, October. Uh, one All of right. them will be Saudi Arabia. One of them will be um, Survivor Series. I think that we have the Usos. I think at some point, Solo's turning on Roman and the Usos. We get the Bloodline Fatal 4-Way, the final end of the Bloodline in November. I think that they'll get past Survivor Series by doing Seth and Roman, you know, a lot of times they'll do champion right. versus champion. Maybe Roman will pick, you know, his guys, Seth will pick his guys and they'll do a, right. um, you know, they'll do the war games that way. Um, and then I think Roman's going to disappear until maybe even WrestleMania. Uh, again, part of the thing with Roman Reigns is he's not, we don't have to worry about booking every single month to get to WrestleMania. He's yeah. liable to just walk away for five months. Um, so I think that this is definitely leading to Jay versus Roman. Uh, that That's a big match. I would love to see Jay get a win before that match as a way to be like, you know, to give Jay his big moment in the main event in front of a crowd that's going to be super hot for it, uh, especially because we know he's not winning the title when he gets his one-on-one shot. Um, but, yeah, they could totally have the Bloodline win, take it too far with Jimmy, and that's how, you know, then Jay gets mad and gets into the match uh, that way. They could totally do that. Um, that's why I said this is a toss-up for me, but simplest explanation is you beat the champ, you get a shot at the champ. So I'm going to have Jay beating maybe Roman, probably solo doesn't really matter uh to get that title opportunity um at SummerSlam. you know i was thinking though you know how we were just discussing how the raw uh women's uh face side there's like completely nothing mm-hmm. it's the same thing for the guy side on smackdown they got nobody mm-hmm. so you can't even think he of hasn't anybody defended that title i mean he's been doing other stuff he did tag team right. matches you know what i mean like He's not been defending that title at all. It's got it. It's got to be Jay. How, who, depending on who wins, is really up in the air. But yeah, I think. Like, no, yeah, you're right. It's Jay, no matter what. They could yeah. do either way. Um, right. It's why I said from the beginning that it was a mistake to keep the title on Roman. Um, it, and it just was. There's no one on SmackDown. It doesn't make any sense. The main event of SmackDown is frankly 
boring when Roman is not there. It's predictable when Roman is there. Um, basically, they need to implode this bloodline before Roman goes away. And then he has to come back without a bloodline because the bloodline implosion is the only thing that they've got going for them in the main event of SmackDown right now. The only thing. Oh, yeah. They would be completely lost without them. If Roman went and away. And it's your yeah. fault, WWE. Yeah, it's not. In my opinion, it was still still a bad mistake. I'm sure they'll rebound. I'm sure it'll all end up okay. But just because it ends up okay doesn't mean it was the right decision. Absolutely. We're going to have a World Heavyweight Championship match. That match is going to be Seth freaking Rollins going up against Finn Balor. Who's winning the World Heavyweight Championship match this Saturday? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Who did you have on the wrestle match? Me or Matt? No, uh, I said I said Matt. the I said um. The you said the bloodline. Tech, technically, they're both the bloodline. <laughs> I think they're called. So, so uh, on the um, Roman. yes, Roman and Solo are going to win. Uh, just, but it's I'm going to be a uh, hellacious match, if you will. And, do we agree uh, that? Do, do we all agree that that that's is going to be the main event? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. That's that uh, bloodline main event. Okay. Yeah. Oh, main yes, it's got to be. Definitely. I agree with that too. But regard but for this match, and I didn't know was it confirmed it's going to be the opener, this World um, Heavyweight it, Championship? I don't, I don't know. It's got it, but could be. I mean, it might as well, because I mean, this is the most predictable match out of the whole card. So we have Seth versus Finn. Who's taking this? Ryan, you started off. I mean Seth. He just won it. Uh honestly, Finn's done real good. He's done phenomenal work. Uh, I really wish that this feud has happening like next month, this match next month. And I don't necessarily know for a fact that Seth Rollins, uh, you know, if this build happened on the way to SummerSlam, that this could be like the momentum Finn needs to take that title back. He's been doing mm-hmm. awesome work. His, you know, his attack on NXT was great. His promo was great with the laughter. And I love, by the way, we, we make fun of WWE's creative team and whatever the people who do like the packages and stuff, the way that they made. Yes. Seth's laugh. Like Seth, by the way, like when Seth laughed at Finn, the laugh wasn't like part of his gimmick. That was just, he happened to do that. You know what I mean? It was just a thing he did at that moment. But now like Seth's laughter is like, so like, it's basically his gimmick. It's like locked in. He has this cackle that he does. It's his signature sound. And Finn's able to talk about the laugh. We all know a laugh because Seth's got us thinking about it from his current gimmick. And just the way it's been told, I think has been awesome. And I just really, it really sucks that Seth just got the title because Finn's definitely been putting in work. Um, I, again, I've already kind of done the fantasy booking of this. I think that if the Judgment Day wins this title off of Seth, it's going to go to Damien. <clears throat> He's taken a hundred thousand losses. He made Bad Bunny look like the best wrestler on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, Damien Priest has put in a ton of work. Uh, both himself and, you know, with Dom and all that stuff. So uh, I do think that that's ultimately where this ends up. And I do think that that fortunately means that despite Finn's awesome work, Seth Rollins is going to end up winning this match. It'd be probably my favorite match of the night. I'm calling it now. Probably going to be my favorite match of the night. I think it's going to be a great match and fun to watch too, but I also see Seth taking it. But hopefully this builds into... 
a legitimate head and uh, pops off at SummerSlam and a crazy match. And I do think eventually Finn should get that title back and have it for more than one day. And Seth yeah. legitimately injured him to lose that title. I think um, there should be some poetic justice and wins it back eventually, but maybe not tonight or maybe not Money in the Bank. Well, my honest opinion is going to be Seth, but and I can totally see if it, you see. Did you see that promo on Monday night with uh, Finn Balor? Yeah, it's the one with the laugh. That's yeah, the, like he talked yeah. about the laugh. Yeah, it's talked about the laugh. That promo was amazing. That whole Absolutely, Finn yeah. made if that if it wasn't Seth uh, Seth Rollins' first major defense, defense. Yeah, because he defended like, against Braun too, so he has had right. a defense. But well, he has. But I mean, like on like real yeah. pay per view. Yeah, like if it wasn't really on pay per view, like. If it was like three months down the line, I was totally safe and about just off that promo alone. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. totally going to be set. And I can totally see a triple threat match with Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. And Ooh, I, think I like that. That you can totally see that's where they're going because you know how the in the, the internet, there there talks of Damian Priest leaving. He's going to be a face. And they're gonna add that. Okay. They're adding. They're 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 talking about adding uh, Madonna. Madonna. JD McDonough. Yeah, JD McDonough. So JD. So the rumor is JD is coming in to Judgment Day. That's why he's been doing main events to get him ready. Mm-hmm. They're gonna so Finn Balor. So you can already start. You notice that they're already Finn Balor and Damian Priest already started having attention. A little bit, yeah, you, a little bit. Yeah. Damian Priest fought Seth Rollins his first title meant, uh, defense on Raw. Guess who interfered? Finn Balor. I can totally see something coming off about that where it's going to come with it's a triple threat match and it's super easy to get either Finn Balor or Damian Priest the title. But I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Finn Balor, but that I'm going with Seth Rollins, but I feel like that that's where it's going to start then the whole storyline with the Judgment Day imploding or at least Damian, uh, Damian Priest getting kicked. Hey, you know, if Damian Priest wins the uh, the title, uh, I mean the Money in the Bank briefcase, the, it then makes it, he could easily it makes, insert himself into a, even this match if it happens. Yeah, first. Correct, can you imagine? Uh, you know, heist of the century 2.0, but this time it's on Seth. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you know, Seth and Finn kick the crap out of each other. They're both down. Damian cashes in on his own boy. To steal that title for Judgment Day, and then you right. know everyone else. And the British is like, "Oh, blood! Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, and then Finn's right. Finn's all pissed, but the rest of Judgment Day is like, "What do we care? We got the title. Judgment Day's got the right. title." Uh, yeah, that could totally happen. I think, um, but I still think it's probably Seth. Yeah. Again, Occam's Razor: the most likely conclusion is the most probable one. Seth is brand new champion. Babyface champion, I think he's going to keep it. <laughs> Should be very fun to see. Very interesting stuff there. And another related Judgment Day match, <laughs> we have Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. So clearly Cody Rhodes needed something to do until Brock came back <laughs> for SummerSlam. And this is that match. And it is going to be okay with Cody winning. And uh, Cody... Please win, please. Please don't have Dominic Mysterio beat you. Please don't have them book that. And, and you know what they say, WWE looks at good ideas or ideas that make sense and completely disregard it. 
So Matt, Matt I need you. To, I need you to listen to me. All right, we've done a lot of these shows mm-hmm. together. So you know, you know in your soul, adrenaline in your soul, how hard this is going to be for me to say. You know it. So don't take it as me being a troll or counterproductive or whatever, because you know if Cody can win, I want Cody to win. I want him to win all of the titles, preferably. (laughs) Dominic Mysterio probably is going to win this match. (laughs) I mean, again, simplest booking decision. Brock Lesnar shows up. Okay, in that Dom sense, fine. Wins. In that sense, there's fine. also or- a world. There's also a world where Cody wins and Brock attacks him later. There's also a world where Dom wins and Brock attacks him later. I think that the the British crowd is going to make it sound like Dominic Mysterio is an actual supervillain when he ends. <laughs> the 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 amount of booze he's going to get from that crowd. The only thing that might happen is the opposite and they actually cheer him like he's the baby face because of how good he's been as a heel. I, I think I cannot believe that I have to say this, but the heat will be nuclear if Dom wins. And I also kind of think that Dom might be next on this judgment day checklist for Seth Rollins. Oh my God, that's blasphemous. I, well, he's not going to win. To be clear, he's not going to be. <laughs> but I do think he might get next go. You know, Finn loses. Dom goes, Well, I won my match, you know, ignoring that Brock Lesnar destroyed Cody Rhodes halfway through the match. Um, I, I really do think that Dom's going to win this match. And it makes me so sad that I have to say that. But, you know, Cody's going to win at. Uh, SummerSlam. He's going to finally conquer the beast once and for all. He doesn't need to win here to, you know, this can just be a little bit of that adversity that we love so much out of WWE that they had to give us a whole extra year of adversity. Um, Cause mm-hmm. you know, years of real life adversity don't count. Turns out only counts if they put it on raw or SmackDown. Um, but whatever, I digress. I think that Dom's going to win this. Uh, Cody doesn't need this win. It'll help Dom a lot. It'll make Dom insufferable, which is awesome. And the, the, the London crowd, I think, will react exactly the way they're supposed to, which is even more awesome. They'll be as pissed as if King Charles showed up. Yeah, honestly, that would be the way to get, what's it called, King Charles over, is to put him in the ring with Dom. Mm-hmm. Anyone's, anyone's, anyone is a baby face to Dom right now. What do you say, Jose? I'm going to go with, well, he made a compelling argument, though. I'm going to lie. I kind of made me go on this guy for a second. But I'm going to stick with Cody. I think when Lesnar attacks, is always after the match. If he's going to show up. I don't know if he would show up. On the paper weeks, do you really need him? I can use I can use him as a surprise for Monday night. Sure, you could, yeah. Like Cody wins, he comes back, talks about well. Now he got that out the way. With Dominic, it came to real business. With Brock Lesnar, you're scared of me, blah blah blah. And Brock comes, or he comes after the match after he beats Dominic, because you know it's gonna be like Rhea Ripley's gonna do like a two on one on them. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I'm just gonna go stick. I just can't picture unless Brock Lesnar's for sure, for sure coming. I can't picture him losing a dog. So I'm just going to stick with Cody Rhodes. Hey, listen, I hope I'm wrong on this one. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. 
my let my percentage be damned. I really want Cody to win. I always <laughs> want Cody to win. No, hundred percent of the time I want Cody to win, but I'm right, trying. Right. I'm trying to get these the sweet sweet predictions correct, and I don't. <laughs> I just really feel like they're going to screw him, and they're going to give it to Dom because it's going to be very funny if they <laughs> give it to Dom. <laughs> However, they what? end up doing it by hook or by crook, it will end up being very funny if Dom wins this match. I feel like it will hurt Dom. Even even I mean not Dom. I feel like it will hurt Cody. Even if he even if Lesnar did come in, he did. I if just he, think it'll hurt. If he bloodies Brock Lesnar in Detroit, no one's going to care that he lost to Dom. Mm-hmm. Got to do that three stages of hell My match. Opinion. Yeah. If he ends up, you know, if he ends up on top of a cage, standing over Brock Lesnar in Detroit, I, no one's going to remember that he, you know, Don rolled him up, Don rolled him up, or you know, do Brock you, distracted him. No one's going to remember that. Do you not think that it's getting to the point where now they're going to start kind of stuffing Cody Rhodes on a in a throat? I think they will. I just, I want them to. I don't know. I think you're going to, I think people are going to turn it just like how he got turned on AE and AEW. Like, no, a, those wow. fans don't know what they're, don't, though. I mean, maybe you're an AEW fan. Don't worry about it. They don't oh, know no, what they, they no. don't know what they were doing. Uh, I mean, I, I watched some AEW. I, I try not to hate on the product. There's some wrestlers I really yeah. like in AEW. Um, <laughs> but no, fact of the matter is they they look to gift horse in the mouth and they spat oh, yeah. on it because, because that's the market. AEW as a market is the most, you know, hyper, uh, hyper contrarian fans in the fandom. That's who right. AEW is for. The most contrarian right. people in the wrestling fandom. That's what AEW <laughs> is for. Cody yeah. Rhodes is... Cody Rhodes is, in my opinion, generational. He uh, he is John Cena. If they made if they made John Cena in a lab, it'd be Cody Rhodes. Which, it's like an authentic John Cena. Yes, he can. He what's it called? He get he had that line about the cat in the hat on Raw, and I popped yeah. for it. He quoted cat in the hat when Roman Reigns said "suffer and succotash." I we wanted him to be fired. Yeah. We wanted him to lose his actual job. Roman Reigns. Who ended up being the tribal chief, the biggest star in wrestling. He said one bad fairy tale line about Jack and the Beanstalk and Sucker and Suck It Dash, one bad promo. And we were like, oh, either he sucks. Throw, shoving us down our throats, get him out of here. We never want to see him wrestle again. Cody Rhodes gave us a cat in the hat line and made it sound freaking awesome. He made it sound organic. He made it make sense with his feud with Dom. Cody Rhodes is, like you said, an authentic John Cena. He's everything they want their top baby face to be, and he did it organically. It's just who he is. Like, he's campy. He's 1980s Hulk Hogan, eat your vitamins nonsense, like 100%. And if that's not your bag, then you're not a Cody Rhodes fan. And in fairness, for a lot of AEW folks, that's not their bag. That's not what they want. So could explain why they booed him. But the fact that he can do this gimmick in 2023 and be this over the way, I mean, the way Saudi Arabia, Puerto Rico, they all did those woe chants. Like it's, he's generational. I think that they could do whatever they want with him until WrestleMania 40. And it won't matter as long as at WrestleMania 40, he stands in the ring with Roman Reigns one-on-one, no solo, no Paul, no, no, Gold dust, no nobody. Just the two of them <laughs> no, with Cody winning. As long as we get that at 40, no one's going to care about anything else. If we don't get that at 40, that's going to be a problem for pretty much everybody involved. We might have to do a live podcast from there. Philly's not that far. <laughs> I want to go. I, I, I was actually, I was actually, I'm gonna, I'm 90% sure I'm going. I have to make sure I have my funds in order, but I, I want to go. 
Let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind. And for the next match to talk about, we have the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Where is this going? I think Ronda and Shayna are going to win pretty handily. This will, I think, um, unfortunately, it might be, even though all four of these superstars are amazing to watch, I think it'll be a quick match. But it'll yeah. be a fun one. It could even be a spot fest. But I think Shayna and Ronda is going to win it. This is a bathroom break match. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is you where so? you go get. Oh, I know. Come on now. I know where this is going. <laughs> this is where you need, you need to get refreshments. You get your pop. We get more popcorn. This is this is the time you do it. It's just the women tag team division is so awful. Like, you're super awful. Well, there it's is gonna, no women's tag team division. This, this yeah. is the entire division at the moment. Yeah. Right. Well, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. They're and they're good. Yeah, I like them together. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. I do think Liv Morgan's going to turn heel, though. Ooh, okay. I mean, okay. she kind of, if you think she stays in face, she kind of just, if you if you think about it, staying in face, she kind of got nowhere to go, like, in the face, like, especially in SmackDown. So... You can see she can build a feud with what's her name, Rodriguez. I think she can go a lot further as a heel. So I can totally see that, and I think that's where it's going to go. Could be, yeah. I mean, I have no predictions really for this beyond that Ronda and Shayna are going to win. If they let Shayna and Liv Morgan wrestle for most of the match, it'll be a pretty good match. Um, Ronda is essentially at this point just a star power thing. She's just a name. She's waiting for her contract to run out and go. I don't know what she's doing. I mean, she says she really wants to improve the women's tag division. So maybe this is part of that. Uh, But I think in terms of her actual woman, good, good woman, Rhonda saying that. Well, yeah, but when, when Sasha, who is significantly better than Ronda Rousey, just not even a question. When she said the same thing, they, they made her leave. So um, <laughs> what we can let, we can let people unpack why that might be, but I won't, I won't, that's not for me to say. Um, I will say though, that again, there's some talented people in this match. Uh, there's also one particularly popular person in this match. So this could get a decent amount of time because of that. Um, but yeah, I don't really know why this match is happening on the pay-per-view. But it is, and I think that Shayna and Ronda are probably gonna win. You know, you know, uh, Liv, Liv Morgan's injured, right? She's like she was injured, two, yeah. She, she was, but she's still three weeks away from being ready. She announced it on radio like like three days ago That's that they, they 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 just she's not, she's not medically it. cleared. She's not no, she's me, she's not technically medically cleared. She says she's three weeks ready. They just shot it until now like she's not wasn't supposed to be ready until SummerSlam so don't be surprised Liv Morgan is not in this match for like you just do Shotzi like, again no I think Liv Morgan is <laughs> gonna be there but don't be don't expect her to be inside I think most of the like the the most of the work is gonna be with Rodriguez oh well, like, I mean, put, the, the no offense this match is not gonna be all that good um mm-hmm. No, I, like I mean Morgan. I like I, I like Raquel as well. She's very talented. NXT, she was freaking awesome. Um, but the, the clearly the rivalry is Raquel and Ronda. 
Right. That's a mismatch in my opinion in terms of having high quality uh like action. Shayna is the better wrestler on the Ronda Shayna team. That's I don't believe that's controversial to say. I think that's just factual. Liv Morgan is definitely the more like impressive wrestler on the Raquel Liv team. You know, Raquel is big. She does the power moves, but that can get boring just over and over again. So, um, especially when both people on the other team are not like small, they're not used to selling for the big, you know, the powerhouse kind of, uh, or the giant. So I think that if, if it's really going to be a Raquel heavy match, it'll be a shorter match. Yeah, and I don't think either Ronda or Shayna are going to be all that great at selling that offense. So they may not even try. They may just <laughs> have her tap out whoever um, quickly. Uh, yeah, I don't. Again, if Liv is in the match and if she's actually able to go with Shayna a little bit, I think that that could be an interesting match to watch. Kind of fun, but I don't see the team of Ronda and Shayna being all that. Like I see that as a mismatch in terms of having a really fun match and, you know, coming off the heels of something like we saw at forbidden door with uh, Kenny and Will Ospreay to have, you know, two submission artists try and figure out how to bump for a giant is just not going to be all that right. entertaining. Is it my opinion? Did it come out recently that Liv Morgan was caught cheating on her boyfriend? Oh, you heard about that? Bull Dallas. Yeah, I, heard, I saw it on a t- I, I saw it on a TikTok. Huh? They should use that as a character. They both does for like a few years now. They have a farm together and everything. Huh. They have a and little think- business. That's why Bo Dallas kind of Bo Dallas kind of took a break from wrestling was because of that. <laughs> but uh, did it did it come did it come <laughs> did it but did it, it come out very recently that happened? And yeah, it came out a week. It, it came out a week or two ago that she got caught on the TikTok. That uh, she was with another man, so the, that was the rumor. Use that as a storyline. No, <laughs> nobody, nobody knows it's true or not. I mean, they're not gonna talk about it. But <laughs> Ryan, Let's do check. You, Ryan, Does do you that... think Liv Morgan would do such a thing? I mean, I don't know her well, that well. She, well, I, well, come but... Well, she got cheated. Her last boyfriend, well, not her last boyfriend. One of her most famous boyfriends was Enzo. No, this is. Yeah, the, I, that one is real. That one was reported on the Enzo well, stuff. But this one is on Sports Gita. Uh, just, <laughs> just as a heads up, I don't know. They're not my favorite the in that they don't. Yeah, they don't right. always post the right thing. And this is all. This is stipulating that she cheated on Bo Dallas with MJF of AEW. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She did. She didn't. That's not true. So, okay. so if, if you're basing if you're basing this off of that story, she cheated with MJF. She did not. So there you go. I, I think they're going because MJF. They're uh, friends. Was, they know each other legitimately, but they did not. But MJ, no. What I was saying, More MJF was engaged. To was engaged. Yeah. yeah, and they broke up because like, of yeah. Morgan. She no. That's, she the woman called off the the proposal. Right, right. From MJF. Yeah. Could but. be put two and two together. It could be. Yeah, you could put two, two, four and two, eight and two. I'm telling you right now on this podcast that MJF is not with Liv Morgan. 100%. Lock it in. MJF, come on this podcast. You could roast me, confirm or deny if this is going to happen. This is true. <laughs> well, I'm going to see MJ. I'm seeing MJF 
in October. So I'll let them know personally. Let them know personally. Oh, I want to. I want to too. So another fun match or last match to discuss. We have Gunther versus Matt Riddle for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> What's happening here, guys? And is Randy Orton coming back? That's, what I think that's what's gonna happen. That's the Randy Orton's coming back. Randy Orton's coming back. Add money in the bank. Turn on Riddle later, and they're oh. gonna they're going at it at SummerSlam. Like the match was supposed to happen like two years ago. <laughs> two years in the making. Gunther, Gunther's not losing that title for nothing. Not especially to not <laughs> Riddle. All right, it's not, <laughs> not losing that title for nothing. Agreed, by the way, hundred percent agreed. Um, it's not happening. It makes more perfect sense. You can get Randy. So the rumor is in the last two days, well, since yesterday, that it is intimate, intimate that Randy Orton is coming back. He's ready to go. It makes more sense that he is coming now. That he is ready. He's gonna come and he's gonna act like he either save him and and RKO him and, and there's your storyline for Riddle. I mean, I think. Personally, uh, I mean, he's coming back in this match. It's going to be the RKO, you know, uh, Ludwig Kaiser and maybe Giovanni Vici if he's a uh, heel. You know what I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be there to take out the interference, you know, to kind of even the odds. Then Gunther ends up winning anyway because um, Gunther's not going to lose for nothing, uh, as you pointed out. Um, I would really like to see, though. Uh, maybe the two of them go up against Sammy and Kevin as on Raw. And I would really love to see Riddle turn on Randy. Riddle, to me, is Ooh, getting you boring. Want that he's, he's getting boring. Um, also, this your mileage may vary on this. Riddle's personal life has definitely recently veered into the more controversial. Uh, he is not as beloved by the wrestling community as he once was, uh, based on allegations that have come out, based on some personal choices that he's made on social media. Um, I don't guess his, his not, family throws the blood sign. Well, I wasn't actually, it wasn't even talking about that, but yeah, that <laughs> did happen too. Um, I think that there's enough kind of just like general, mm, I don't want to say dislike, but just kind of apathy toward Riddle right now that him turning heel might actually be, you know, something. There might be there might be an appetite for that. Um, you kind of real world blending into the and don't mention I'm not saying talk about all his controversies on TV. That'd be a horrible idea. So I'm absolutely not. They did that, that before with Seth. Yes. And it was it worked even okay. made it a bar stool. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do that because again, some of the things that he's been alleged of doing, granted he's been cleared, I believe, but still don't don't want to highlight that even for a heel. But just, you know, let the attitude that kind of exists out there on the internet fade into the real world. Let it be implied. Um that you know, people don't like him as much, so make him a heel. Um, I think that that would be interesting. Everyone's expecting Randy to turn on Riddle. Like since they teamed up, it's been well. This is a cool team. RK Bro is kind of fun, but eventually Randy Orton's going to hit that RKO on Riddle and kick off a feud. Two years in the making, like you said. I think that if it's the other way, if it's Riddle hits that RKO on Randy, that will be far more interesting for people. Um, and I think that they're in a spot where they could do that, but that's, I don't believe that's happening, uh, tonight or rather money in the bank. I think that money in the bank is going to be straight up match. The numbers game from Imperium, Randy comes to clear it. 
they, See, you know, I think that they're going to do a straight up match uh, for Money in the Bank. They're going to hit the crap out of each other because they're both strong strikers. Uh, and then Monday, they worry about how they get to the RK Bro match. But I think Saturday is just going to be a feel good return and a Gunther win. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I like think, that. I think in, there's going too, but Jose? I like your theory, but I just can't see Riddle going bad. Just because of Seth Rollins. We're agreeing Seth Rollins is going to hold that title for a couple more months. And if you're going to, oh, really? you will watch. If Randy Orton, you don't want to do Riddle versus versus Seth Rollins again. He could. Uh, I mean, Rolls reverse could, time. But, yeah, but you can't. I can't. For Vince, the, the rumor is Vince McMahon still got his hands-on creative. Oh, well, mm-hmm. hands-on. And he's, he has a thing for Riddle. Always had a thing for Riddle. So I can't see him ever turning him heel. I can see Randy versus Seth and be more of a compelling main event than I, Riddle honestly, versus You've Seth. seen that 250 times. Yeah, but what's more recent? I, <laughs> listen, I personally don't think Riddle's going to be there. I think this Judgment Day can last them a while. That feud, uh, I do think that Drew is coming back on this show. If he's not coming back on this show, he's certainly coming back on Raw. Um, unless he's not coming back at all. Uh, I think yeah. I'll say that. If we don't if we don't see Drew in the UK, let's just assume that he's going to be in AEW at some point this fall, um, which I really hope that do they you, don't screw do that up. Do you think so? I mean, think that's what it is? How do, they, how do they not get him back for you know this show? If they're, you know what I mean? If, if they're getting him back, it needs to be for the show. Um, I think that he is, when he comes back, I'm going to say when, I don't want to even think about the alternative, unfortunately. When he comes back, I think he'll be a top heel for Seth as well. Um, right. By that point, Riddle will have potentially been, uh, you know, moved into his heel. If all of my stuff is true, moved into his heel persona a little bit more naturally, could be an interesting you know, it could be an interesting match at that point. Um, right. You can also, you know, you don't need Logan Paul to win Money in the Bank to get Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. They have already feuded. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think they'll go that route. <laughs> I don't think they will either, but I'm just saying, like, if, they, if they're really, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel for uh, for talent to face right. Seth. Um, but Seth is also, I mean, honestly, call Braun up. That match was freaking awesome. Braun Breaker versus Seth Rollins on NXT. That was super good. This fall, have a little mini call up. Get you know some of those folks who somehow got gypped out of a call up this uh, this summer. Like, well, Hayes is the champion, so maybe not him unless you get title off of him. But you know, Carmelo Hayes, the Creed brothers, Braun Breaker, Roxanne Perez. Get some of them back up on the main roster, and, and Braun would be an awesome. Fr- like real challenger, like do a proper feud, a couple matches. Uh, I would watch that a few more times. That was awesome. So I think they have ways they can go without relying on Randy Orton again. Um, but again, I've been saying Aquas Razor this entire time. Simplest explanation. Randy Orton, RKO's Matt Riddle, <laughs> turns heel, faces Seth Rollins. It makes the most sense. He's done it a hundred thousand times. We know he can do it. So you're probably right, but I would love to see it go the other way. Uh, however, like I said, money in the bank, either way, that's not where it's going to happen. All that's going to happen is the return and the Gunther win. My opinion. They're going to save that for another time. They don't want to do the return and the turn 
whichever way on the same show. They want to use the turn to pop a rating on a different show uh, because the, the return is going to be a big enough moment that they don't want to dilute it with another big moment right after. That'd be my thought. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, it should be fun, especially yeah. if we are not going to see Riddle in a limelight anymore. But, you know, it is what it is. But most importantly, we just want to see our boy Randy Orton back. 22 years in the business. Mm-hmm. Let him have a proper end, um, like or a final chapter, if you will. Um, I'm sure before, they he hung, before he hangs it up. But I guess the only other big feud in wrestling to discuss is Chef Reacts versus Baron Corbin, which Chef Reacts is clearly winning. Jose, you know about this? The freak are you talking about? He's just this guy. <laughs> it's a Twitter beef that Matt's been following way too closely. Chef Reacts is just a TikToker who reacts to food, happens to be a big wrestling fan. And Barrett oh. Corbett said he sucks in a uh, cooking does video. He, yeah, and really going back do- and forth on Twitter for literally three weeks. <laughs> I'm it, not surprised. Baron I, Corbin, met, I met Baron Corbett. He's such a dick. <laughs> you met him? <laughs> yeah. I've been. I mean, I've heard. I'm not obviously met him. I've heard that he's actually very well liked backstage. That people he like. Probably him is, he probably uh, is. He probably is backstage. Not the fans. You go to oh, okay. well, he's such a. He's such a dick. I also saw Baron Corbin on Tuesday had one of the best matches he's had in a while against Carmelo Hayes. Uh, it was real good. The NXT title match that he had. Uh, he brought back the Lone Wolf a- character. He needs I, to stay in NXT. He may. He may. I think there's some people down there who could benefit from working with him. You know um, what it is with Baron you know what it is with Baron Cohen? They they freaking changed his gimmick so many so times. So many times. It's like he, he's like the big show turning heel and face. Every five yep. it's just like he's like that. And now it's just kind of like you just need to refresh, restart. And I think NXT is perfect for him, especially to bring the lone lone wolf gimmick back. And kind of get that going and then come back up. Yeah, I really enjoyed that match. Highly recommend folks watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and the week before, Seth versus Braun Breaker. Those are two very good matches. Uh, honestly, all of the main roster returns to NXT recently. That's a new strategy they have. They've all produced really good matches. Uh, so, four really good um, moments and whatever. So, Baron Corbin also threw Rey Mysterio off. Titan Tower. Yes, he did. And he, kill and he survived. Mysterio, yeah. Well, he tried to kill Rey Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to kill him. Tried to kill him. He threw him off the he, That he, is by far not, the funniest you, thing I've ever did seen. Did you not see that botch, though? They botched it, though? You didn't see it? Well, the camera well, angle, yeah, you could yeah, see they did it. A, Oh, they you could see it was a mat? An aerial shot, and there's a mat. Yeah, you could see oh, it right there. On. Clearly, you could see it right there. There's a mat when he threw him over. So like, I guess I was just so, I was just so in awe of the fact. It was that, shocking when he did it. <laughs> like, I guess yeah. I was so in awe of the fact that they really are trying to sell us that they threw a man off a 22-story <laughs> building. If you, <laughs> you like the... If you like the murder in wrestling, speaking of NXT, there's, a, there's an act down there named Tony D'Angelo. 
um, and uh, Stax Lorenzo. It's a mafioso gimmick, and right. they every once in a while they do kill someone, and it is <laughs> every once in a while they'll feud with somebody, and then they will strongly like they did one time. We hear a splash, and they did a promo on a bridge. Like every once in a while, they'll just be like, "Oh, we're gonna kill this guy," and it is very right. funny. Uh, it, it's again always for laughs. Uh, actually, they've used them. I, pre- I think they killed pretty deadly before they went to SmackDown. <laughs> oh, uh, they just came so back I, from the dead. Yeah, I don't remember well, exactly, but I think every once in a while when there's a call up, they have, you know, Tony D'Angelo kill them, <laughs> which is really funny. Well, so. Edge is on his second life. I mean, he was he was chokeslammed to hell. That's maybe so, how they're going to retire Edge. Edge, oh my God. Edge gets to tossed into the river. <laughs> That'd be funny. But uh, Money in the Bank. This Saturday, 1 p.m. is going to be very fun to watch. Like I said, tune back in on Thursday to see our reactions to it. And thank you to Jose and Ryan for the great work that they did tonight. And uh, let's see. Let then this unofficial start to summer on this unofficial road to SummerSlam. Let's see where this all where this all winds up. It's all right, have a great night, guys. <laughs> go LA Knights. Let's go LA Knights. <laughs> Great job by Ryan and Jose this evening talking money in the bank. This is going to be a great show. I know it. So let us sit back and enjoy and watch it. And please, for the love of God, do the right thing and make sure LA Knight is the one to hold that briefcase. I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdConvoPod, at TikTok, and sorry, our TikTok is at Productive Conversations as well as Facebook at Productive Conversations. Time to enjoy this 4th of July long holiday weekend. We will see you on Thursday with a reaction to Money in the Bank. And then time to start really getting in the dog days of summer. And it's time for us to have a great summer season for this show. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. So let us Take it all in. I want to thank Ryan Page and Jose Rivera for contributing to the show today, giving amazing takes and analysis on Money in the Bank. I want to thank Alex DeJesus, a.k.a. Doloren, for what he does behind the scenes and being a great associate producer. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always supporting us no matter what and always being there. And in return, we'll give you nothing but great content. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I'll see you on Thursday. Have a great absolutely wonderful 4th of July weekend. Happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. And don't forget to check in on your friends and family. See you on Thursday. Peace. All she needed was some...